What's up, y'all? It's your girl, AK, and you're tuned into AK Unfiltered. How's everyone doing today? I hope you all are doing extremely well. I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. If you are a new listener, welcome. And if you're an OG, welcome back. So for today's episode, I'm going to be doing a book review on Curtis Jackson, aka 50 Cent's book, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter. So y'all, this is the first book review of 2021. I am super duper excited. I'm not even going to sit here and cap. It took me a while to finish this book, but we finished it. We are here and we're going to talk about it. Now, with this book, I'm not going to lie. I actually really like this book a lot. You know, you're able to really see a different side to 50 Cent. I feel as though you're able to see the business the entrepreneur, the investor side of 50 Cent, or more, well, more so Curtis Jackson, okay? This book, you got to, you know, see the persona 50 Cent, and you also got to see Curtis Jackson. I think, you know, when it comes to social media, social media definitely has a perception about 50 Cent, but this book actually goes in depth. You know, he talks about that perception. He talks about how he shaped that perception and used it to his advantage. But anyways, let's just get straight into this book. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read what's in the the flap and then i'm gonna talk about the different chapters and what i thought about each of the chapters so what's in the flap it says curtis 50 cent jackson rose to the top of the music industry crashed and rose again by the time he was 30 he'd sold tens of millions of albums produced and starred in his own biopic and became one of hip-hop's first mainstream mainstream brands 50 Cent felt invincible. In the ensuing years, his manager slash mentor died under tragic circumstances. He became a target for lawsuits, and like many recording artists, he watched money literally stream out the door as MP3s replaced CDs. People wrote him off. They said he was finished. Now, in Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter, presented from two unique perspectives, that of 50 Cent and Curtis Jackson, he reveals the bedrock principles that propelled him to make one of the most remarkable second acts in show business history, including creating power, cable television's most popular and influential series of the past decade. As Jackson sees it, the streets and the business world are similar. Neither plays fair. Both are ultra competitive and ruthless. Drawing from life lessons he learned from his youth on the dangerous south side of Queens and his experiences with a seat at and as head of the table in corporate America in his lively and engaging voice, he enthusiastically shares the rules he now lives by that have not only helped him to realize the sex again, success again, but this time around, sustain it. He shows that the strategy behind each action is battle-tested and proven to work. For every reckless tweet or wild wild lyric from 50 Cent, trust that there's a method to how Curtis Jackson is moving. This page-turning read overflows with make it happen. Sensible and doable advice that no matter what you do or what you want in life, you can achieve your goals with purpose and confidence. And then it goes into more of his background, but I'm not going to talk about that. I just want to get into the book. So if I had to give this book a rating, I would give this book a solid seven. I think this book, I think this book is really, really good. Um, 
And yeah, you know, people say work hard, but with working hard, you have to work smart. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he really talks about in this book. So in this book, let me open it so we could talk about the different chapters. Um, Let me open the book. Hold up, y'all. I'm trying to find a different chapter. Okay, here's the chapters. So there are currently nine chapters. The first one is finding fearlessness the second one is heart of a hustler the third one is constructing your crew fourth chapter knowing your value value number five evolve or die six power of perception seven if we can't be friends eight learning from your elves and nine the entitlement trap okay so let's talk about number one so with number one you know curtis oh i'm about to call him his name i don't even know what to even call him bruh I'm gonna call him 50 Cent. Let me just call him 50 Cent. So with 50 Cent, you know, he talks about, you know, he talks about his experience in terms of how he got shot. Um, personally speaking, I knew that, you know, he was shot, I believe, nine times. And the only reason I found out about that was through Pop Smoke's death. Rest in peace to him. But I personally didn't even know he was shot that many times until people were comparing Pop Smoke to him. Because, you know, Pop Smoke, a lot of people feel as though he gives off that 50 cent type of vibe, but in his own personal way. You know what I'm saying? So he talked about how he was, you know, he feared a little bit just because, you know, he was shot. He was shot and he talked about how he overcame it. And something that he says in the book is most people run from what they're afraid of. I run toward it. That doesn't mean I think I'm bulletproof. I've learned the hard way that I'm not or that I'm unaware of danger. I experience fear as much as the next man. But one of the greatest mistakes people can make is becoming comfortable with their fears. Whatever is worrying me, I make, I meet it head on and engage it until the situation is resolved. My refusal to become comfortable with fear gives me an advantage in almost every situation. So with this chapter, I like it a lot because for me personally speaking, I'm not even going to sit here and cat. Sometimes I, well, more so this is for my TLC business. You know, I talked about this, but I'm not necessarily someone who's used to, you know, being in front of the camera and taking pictures. I'm someone who's used to being behind the camera and taking pictures. But now that I have a business, you know, I got to be the face. I am the brand. So for me, it's a it's really nerve wracking because, like I said, I'm not used to being in front of the camera. But the fact that it makes me uncomfortable means that I have to do it in order to really grow as a person and grow as a entrepreneur, as a businesswoman. And so I liked this chapter a lot because he really talked about, you know, ways to really overcome fear. And the best way to overcome fear is to actually do it. You know what I'm saying? How are you going to overcome something? when you don't do it so for example me personally speaking i don't like bugs okay i do not like bugs when i see big bugs i could do little bugs like ants and stuff i could do that but big bugs such as cockroaches insects i cannot do at all but i know that you know eventually i gotta get into the habit of girl you see a bug just kill that shit the fact that they even have the nerve to come into your house knowing that they're gonna be killed period you you just need to you know 
do it actually kill a big bug so that way you know you can get over your fear now personally speaking i got me some raid so that kind of helps that kind of helps it's really the cleaning it's really the cleaning that really just disgusts me honestly speaking but anyways i just want a tangent but i just really like this chapter i think a lot of people I think personally speaking, a lot of people should read read this book, honestly speaking, especially I personally feel like this book is really meant for, and I'm not saying meant, but I think a lot of men can relate to this book. Some women can, but I really do feel as though men can really relate to this book, honestly speaking. So that's what I liked about that particular chapter. Now, moving along to the, the second chapter, which is like the heart of the hustler. Now, one thing I liked about this particular chapter that 50 cent talks about is that you know it's not all about money you know what i'm saying and i know for a lot of people you know especially the fact that we're in a panoramic right now a lot of people need the funds and i 110 percent get that but for those people who are you know a little bit better off well off you know it's not always about the money money is the end goal but it's all about your why it's all about your passion right and in order to feel that passion you have to have the motor of a hustler um personally speaking i just feel as though the best hustlers come out you know in a in a crisis in a situation right so with this pandemic one thing i realized about this pandemic is that for me i realized my hustler spirit really came out because I was, you know, posting episodes really regularly. I was on social media posting about my business and things like that. And so that, and and honestly speaking, I've always been a hustler. Since I was a kid, I've always been a hustler. I've always been independent. I've always been doing my own, which is naive. But something I, I realized in this pandemic is that if if the hustler spirit didn't come out in the, in the, in the midst of a pandemic, you more than likely, you know, don't really have it in you not to say that you can't you know cultivate the heart of the hustler but that is something that's gonna actually take time to build for me it was already in me so it was easy for me to actually you know turn on that motor of a hustler but for those some people just their motor you know you gotta I guess, you know, add some energy add new batteries in order to start it up and keep it running you know what I'm saying Something that 50 Cent says in this book is hustling might be associated with selling drugs, but it's actually a character trait that's shared by winners in every profession. Steve Jobs was as much of a hustler at Apple as I was when I was on the streets. The key to building up that trait in your own personality is accepting that you're never hustling toward a certain goal. Hustling is a motor that's got to be running inside of you each and every day, and it's fuel is passion. If you can keep that motor running, it will take you everywhere you want to go in life. And I love that chapter as well because I said to myself, dang, 50 Cent, you really, you really talking that talk, okay? You are really talking that talk, period, per. And so that is what I really took from the chapter, personally speaking. Now, let's go on to the next chapter, Build a Strong crew now for me personally speaking this was really important to me because i feel as though mm, i feel as though over the years i really have not had a solid crew okay and when i say solid crew i mean people who are smarter than me you know you know you want people 
and your crew who are smarter than you because when they're smarter than you, you can actually learn from them. That's number one. You want people who might not necessarily be as smart as you, but they have that drive. They have that passion. They have that, you know, that spark in them where they want to, you know, work and work hard. And those are some people you might want in your crew because those are people where, you know, you will more than likely feel as though, oh my goodness, I'm, someone is learning from me now. I'm now showcase, not showcasing, that's a wrong, wrong word for it, but more, more so helping someone in terms of their mindset, changing the way they look at things, implementing discipline in them, persistence, um, determination, encouragement. And so you more than likely want people in your crew but you want to be careful because sometimes these people are going to lack discipline okay they're going to lack discipline and when you want to achieve certain things in life you don't have the time to sit here and play okay you know work hard play hard but some people just play all the time you don't want that okay And so with this chapter, I just feel as though I really haven't had a strong crew. That's one of the reasons why I'm really adamant about saying that I don't have a lot of friends. Because if I consider you to be my my friend, I consider you to be in my crew. You get me? So it's kind of like if if when I make it, we all make it. But at the same time, I think it's really important to take a look at the people who are around you because... Sometimes the reason why you're still stagnant and you're still in the same spot is because of the people who are around you. You know what I'm saying? You're more than likely, you know, you're more than likely vibrating at a higher frequency. And when you're with people who are vibrating at a lower frequency, what's going to happen is that they're going to more than likely suck up all your energy and it's just going to allow you to remain stagnant, complacent. You know, that's one of the reasons why I said to myself back in high school, I got to leave New Jersey. I got to really, you know, create an opportunity for myself. And that's one of the reasons why I said I got to go to D.C. I got to go to Howard. You know what I'm saying? I got to go to Howard. The things that I want to accomplish in life, I cannot accomplish in New Jersey. You get me? And so when you recognize that for yourself, that is so key. But what 50 Cent said in this book is you're only going to be as strong as the weakest person in your crew. That's why you have to be extremely conscious of who you have around you. Betrayal is never as far away as you'd like to believe. That's why it's imperative to find a balance between establishing trust and discipline and the people you work with and giving them the freedom to be themselves. If you can establish that equilibrium, you will be in a position to get the very best out of your team. So that's so important. Discipline is so important. You know what I'm saying? You know, for me personally speaking, when it comes to discipline, I am disciplining myself in terms of living a healthy lifestyle, a cleaner lifestyle, you know, really taking the time to read books, to, you know, expand my mindset, expand, you know, certain things in terms of, you know, the way I think, the way I look at things and just really learn from people. You know, now I'm in a phase where, I just got to learn as much information as I possibly can. And so 
I don't have the time to be around people who are not necessarily on a similar grind as myself. You know what I'm saying? That's going to hold me back. And at the end of the day, I deserve the very, very best, such as all of my listeners. But if you have people who are holding you back and more than likely sucking you dry, then like I said before, it's going to keep you stagnant. It's going to keep you complacent and it's going to keep you comfortable. And that is something that I personally think that nobody should ever allow themselves to get into that particular position, honestly speaking. But before we get more into the book, we're going to take a quick little break. Make sure you get yourself some water, some snacks, and we will be right back. And we are back. I hope you all enjoyed that quick little break. Now let's get back into the book. So for the next chapter is Know Your Value. And so in this particular chapter, 50 Cent really talked about, and he really talked more about his show Power. Now Power is super duper dope. I love the show. I am going to you know, do a review on Power Book 2, so make sure you stay tuned for that, period, per, you ain't know the vibes. Anyways, but he talked about how when it came to creating power, he actually had to take a deal with stars that was, in terms of monetary-wise, was actually very low for him because, you know, he's he's made a lot of money. He's made a lot of money. He's made a lot of money, sold millions and millions of, you know, cds and stuff like that and so he's made money and so when it came to power when it came to stars he had to take a pay cut but he was okay with doing that because he saw power to be big literally to be big and it's big now it's big and as a result of him taking that pay cut and start seeing how well the show is doing for their app you know they gave him more money this time he was able to negotiate for for more money because he recognized earlier on the value in himself and the value in the show and so at the end of the day okay at the end of the day, that to me is really, really dope. I think a lot of people don't really, you know, think about these things. But he also talked about his deal with vitamin water. So if you don't know, he actually did a he did a deal with vitamin water where he owned a percentage of equity in the water. And then, I mean, in the company and vitamin water was sold to Coca-Cola for, I think, like I think if I'm not mistaken four billion dollars and this man got a hundred million dollars just because he had equity in the company see this is why ownership it is key it is key bro it is key he's smart he is a smart man he is a smart man sometimes I guess he trolls on the internet but he's actually a very smart businessman shout out to 50 cent okay so I loved those two, those two particular, um, I guess, business deals that he talked about, because honestly speaking, I feel as though if you didn't read the book, you more than likely would not have known about that. I think he, he has talked about vitamin water, but I'm not sure. I'm not really sure about power, though. But in this book, he talked about how he took a, a pay cut because he saw power to be big. You know what I'm saying? And so sometimes you got to. You got to understand the opportunity. That is the key. The opportunity, bro. The opportunity. Period. Per. A lot of people fail to realize it's all about the opportunity. What What about this particular 
offer like in terms of full-time offer this particular business that you business venture that you want to get into what is the opportunities that you see in there that will help you grow as a person but also help you grow your empire if you choose to do so you know what I'm saying and so those are the the questions that I think a lot of people should be asking but something that 50 cent said in the book is one of the cornerstones of my sustained success is that I don't rush into deals. Even though I've become synonymous, that's what it's, that's the word, synonymous with getting paid, I never chase money. I evaluate every new venture based on its long-term potential, not on, when the, not on what the first check I get is going to look like. The reason I do that is I have supreme confidence in my own value and ability. I'm secure that as long as I'm betting on myself, I'm always going to win. And I love that because a lot of people don't look at long-term potential. They only look at things that are short-term, things that are you know, they take things for face value. And that to me is something I'm learning. I'm learning that it's always better to be in things for the long call, the long run, because that is just key. That is just key. You know, you can get it now, but guess what? That shit could be gone in a year, two years. At least if you're looking at the long-term potential, you're seeing how you can build and scale it over time. And that to me is extremely important. So I like that, you know, know your value, know your worth at the end of the day, excuse me, at the end of the day, no amount of money will be able to, to how I explain it, how I explain it. For example, let's take, let's take Nicki Minaj, right? Nicki Minaj is more than likely worth over a hundred million dollars. And with well, and, and if you take away all of that money and you take a look at Nicki Minaj's long-term potential, this woman has a skill where she is a great lyricist, point blank, period, okay? And she's managed to make a career out of a talent that she has, a skill that she has. And so, you know... When I look at Nicki Minaj, I look at it as, you know, take away all of the money, take away all of the assets. Nicki Minaj had a skill where she was able to really cultivate that over time that she literally got better and reinvented herself each and every single time. A lot of people cannot sit here and and say that, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Nicki, per period, but that is someone who I look at. I also look at Beyonce as well. Beyonce, oh my goodness, Beyonce. Now, if you are an OG listener, if you're an OG listener, you know, I, I definitely did say that Beyonce, I don't know. I don't know what's really going on with Beyonce right now. I'm, I'm going to take an assumption, and, and this is not valid, okay? I'm going to take an assumption that, you know, due to the fact that she has three kids now, she's really worked her ass off. She has worked her ass off. She has created an empire for herself. She has literally created legacy for herself okay period per so I'm assuming you know she did say that she's slowing down but I'm assuming she really wants to really take the time and spend time with her kids because she's given us so much she's literally given us so much I remember I was watching you know back um behind the scenes on some of her videos old videos such as me myself and I sweet dreams 
um what else there was another one but I can't remember off the top of my head but when I say the detail when it came to the video very very detailed behind the scenes that I feel as though if you're watching the video you're just seeing the video but behind the scenes the details that they put into the video you know sis was out here editing her own shit literally editing her own shit literally sis was getting her nails and her makeup done at the same time while she was editing beyonce's worth ethic is literally unmatched she pers- she pushes herself and she is she's someone who i look at in terms of if beyonce can do it as a black woman i can do it too i'm not gonna say hand cap beyonce been acting a little funny but you know what what i cannot take away from this woman what no one can take away from this woman is her work ethic her talent her dedication her determination and that's just on what period okay per and guess what because Beyonce worked so hard, she was able to create value for herself. So now she's able to negotiate. If I'm not mistaken, I forgot what it was. Oh my gosh, it was on the top of my head. But she ended up negotiating. Instead of her getting paid actual money, she negotiated for equity in a particular company. I cannot remember what it was, but I remember seeing it. I said, oh yeah, this woman, she's a businesswoman, okay? She is a businesswoman, and I know that's right. Because honestly speaking... She created that value for herself. She knows the value and she created that value through her work ethic. And so that's just on what period. Anyways, let's just move on to the next chapter, okay? So the next chapter is Evolve or Die. And I like this chapter because I really feel as though this is something I'm even realizing with within my within myself. I realize, you know, with this pandemic, a lot of people are refusing to evolve. Okay. A lot of people are refusing to evolve. Now you know, we're seeing that a lot of stores are closed down and people are making internet money right now, okay? We have seen that a lot of these jobs are not secure. People are losing their jobs. People are not able to pay, you know, their bills. And so people have not actually taken that step to evolve and figure out, okay, how can I make money online, right? How can I make money online that I can be able to sustain myself that even if I do have a job, I don't necessarily need the job because I have a certain income that's coming in that is more, you know, that is more money than I'm getting from my nine to five. But I'm keeping my nine to five because, you know, it's, there's nothing wrong with making more extra cash. Right. People are refusing to evolve. People are refusing to evolve, you know. Luckily, I started my podcast in 2019, and so, you know, I'm in the process of really building this podcast up, branding, and all of that good stuff, and and people are sitting and, and watching, you know, instead of you watching someone build the life that they want for themselves, why don't you figure out what you want to do and how can you build that life for yourself, and maybe you're going to actually see that you know, you're going to have to figure out a way of how can I make internet money now, period. I mean, the other day I was thinking to myself, oh, you know, I got to start, you know, I got to start carrying cash so that when I, when I go to the grocery stores, I don't have to pay in card. Because let me be honest, paying a card, sometimes you when you pay in card and you're swiping, you're not physically seeing the cash coming out, coming out of your pocket. And so you're just doing it, you know, you're just doing it. And then when you check your bank account, you're saying to yourself, oh shit, I spent a lot of money, okay? 
but I said to myself, okay, I want to start paying in cash. But even now, a lot of businesses been having coin shortages, okay? They've been having coin shortages. And so if you don't have exact change, you can't pay in cash. And so what is now happening? You got to pay with card. This is a time where people should be investing into cryptocurrency. I don't want to get too in too deep into cryptocurrency today i feel as though that's a that's another topic for another day but people should be investing into currency cryptocurrency right now if you don't know about cryptocurrency please you know try to look it up but i'm more than likely will try to make a episode on it so stay tuned for that but it's really imperative for people to evolve jobs are not secure and i'm not saying everybody in mom's got to start businesses but i do think people should be investors figure out what your passion is figure out what you actually care about and figure out how can i actually use my money to invest that can change people's lives and so within this chapter 50 cent says if i'd been unwilling or unable to evolve as an individual i'd be dead right now or in jail One of the keys to my success is that at every stage of my life, I've been willing to assess any new situation I find myself in and make the necessary adjustments. While I'll I'll always draw from the lessons I learned on the streets, I've never been limited to them. Instead, I'm always looking to absorb new information from as many sources as possible. I don't care where where you come from or what you look like. If you created success, I I want to learn from you, period period per per, period per (laughs) um but something that 50 cent also talks about in that chapter he talks about a particular rapper where he told the rapper hey why don't you allow a camera to follow you so that way people can see your lifestyle and put it on youtube because this was this was like a couple of years ago this is when youtube was not necessarily popular but it was starting to get popular where people weren't doing videos and stuff like that and it's crazy because now i see sweetie sweetie's doing it I don't know any other rapper besides Sweetie who's actually allowing a camera to follow her and see her lifestyle. And so in doing so, that just allows people to see her personality. So even if you don't like her music, you like her personality and you might support her in in other aspects such as she has a merch business where, you know, you might not like her music. So you might not stream her shit, but you might want to buy, you know, a hat or something. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was really, really interesting, honestly speaking. So let's move on to the next chapter. The next chapter is shape perception. He says, everything you share with the world, your words, your energy, what you wear tells a story. You must make sure your narrative always presents you as the person you want to be seen as. Even if your reality, even if your reality tells a slightly different story. One of the secrets to getting what you want in life is creating the perception that you don't need a thing. That can be a difficult energy to project, especially when you're struggling. But committing to that perception will make you more attractive professionally, personally, and even romantically. And so I like this. I like this uh this this chapter as well. I think it's very key for people to realize. Look, look, let me tell y'all. I had I had a conversation with myself. I said, yo, AK, you know what I'm saying? You want a designer, but you know that you're not in a position where you can afford it. And and when I talk about design, I'm talking about Chloe, Hermes, um, Hermes, whatever the, the name is. Um what's it called? No, I don't even like Gucci. Louis Vuitton, um Louboutin. I'm trying to think of Fendi, Prada, and Chanel, you know what I'm saying? But 
what I can do, what I said to myself, what I can do is I could smell, you know, expensive. So even if, let's just say, even if my clothes are not matching the energy that I want it to match, at least I'm going to smell good and I'm going to smell you know, expensive and that's just on what period per. So, you know, you got to figure out a way to make it work for your position, for your situation. Honestly speaking, you got to make it in terms of how can you do certain things within your financial means by all means live below your means live below your means and once again live below your means for me in this in this particular chapter i feel as though when it comes to when it comes to shaping perception you want to be able to exude a certain you know a certain confidence and in doing so it's all about the way you look how you do your hair are you if you're a woman or it don't even matter if you're a woman or not if your nails are done men please get manicures and pedicures us women we take notice of that okay you are a man please properly groom yourself okay period per just like us women do listen it is expensive to be a woman you know it's crazy because i'm trying to trying to get a hairstylist to book to do my hair for my birthday and these hairstylists be booked and busy. And I said to myself, damn, a lot of women are still getting their hair done in a whole panoramic. That is crazy. But commit to the perception that you want to shape and you want people to get, I would say, feel that energy right off of you, right? So first impressions are everything. A lot of people don't realize this, but first impressions are everything. He talked about in this book how he said, you know, you might not have the best clothes, but if I see that it's ironed, I know, okay, you put effort into the fact that your 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 clothes are ironed. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not even going to sit here and cap. Sometimes when I had to wear a suit in SOB, I would not come in there with my shirt ironed because girl, I'm trying to get in and get out. You know what I'm saying? But now I realize, you know, it's really important to put more effort into your appearance your appearance says a lot about you and that's just on what period now let's move on to the next you know the next uh the next chapter y'all so the next chapter is don't be afraid to compete some people try to portray me as a troll or a bully but that's not accurate this is what 50 cent is saying by the way my first instinct is always to build positive and mutually beneficial relationships with people but if someone isn't interested in being friends with me i'm more than comfortable with comfortable being enemies with them the reason i believe competition is healthy for all parties involved whether it's taken on established rappers or hit tv shows i've always experienced my greatest success when i've met my rivals head-on and without any hesitation now in this particular chapter he talks about two people he talks about oprah and he talks about kanye west i'm gonna start off with oprah so with oprah you know he says some things about oprah and um they weren't necessarily pleasant and gail who is Oprah's best friend, came to her defense and hit up 50 and said, yo, you've been talking about my best friend, da 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 And Gail decided to, you know, hook 50 up with Oprah. And so they were talking, and, and 50 Cent had said to Oprah, if we can't be friends, then let us be enemies. And the reason why he said that is because if I'm your enemy, you're going to have me in your mouth, okay? You're going to have me in your mouth. And in doing so, what you're doing is you're spreading my name to other people, okay? You're spreading my name to other people. And what are they doing? They're saying to themselves, oh, okay, I want to check out this person. Let me check out who this person is. And so they go to your page 
or you know yeah they go to your page and they look you up and see oh this person is not as bad as this person as you know this person is making it seem like so you know let me support the person so you know they never know you might they might want to you know buy 50s music or something that he's selling and so by having enemies i think and i and i like this a lot with having enemies it's kind of like my name is still getting out there, which is really important in terms of building my brand and building my network. This is when Jada, for example, Jada, if you don't know the Jada I'm talking about, I'm talking about um, Jada Wada, okay? One thing she said was anytime she, get in, she gets into beef, people talk shit about her, it just really makes her more money. And she ain't lying. She ain't lying. Even if you're talking bad about me, I'm more than likely going to make match money from you talking about me, you know what I'm saying, and so that is something that I think a lot of people need to, you know, take a look at, and then the second story was between him and Kanye, where apparently, um, apparently 50 was coming out with a new project, and then the following week after, Kanye was going to come out with a new project, and so what he did was he linked up with Kanye and said, hey, why don't we both drop um our projects the same day you know try to have this little beef or whatever and profit off of it and guess what they did they profited off of it you know what i'm saying and it wasn't no animosity it was just two artists who understood the game literally understood the game and they used it to their advantage okay now the next chapter is learn from your elves as many as I've racked up over the years, I've, exper- I've experienced many more losses. That doesn't make me the exception among successful people. It makes me the rule. I don't know any affluent rapper, mogul, executive, or entrepreneur whose losses don't far outweigh their wins. What separates those from the pack is that instead of complaining about or hiding from their losses, they actively seek to learn from them. And so with this chapter, excuse me. With this chapter, I like this chapter. It's mm, out of all the chapters, I won't say it's my favorite, but with this chapter, I like this chapter because I think a lot of people allow their elves to get to them. And something I've realized about a lot of successful people is that they've they've failed a lot. Okay, they have failed a lot. You know, Will Smith talked about the time he was broke. Oprah was broke as well jay-z was broke as well 50 was also broke and now they're all rich and wealthy and so that is something i'm realizing you know in terms of failure it's all about learning from your mistakes and correcting that error so that way you don't make those same mistakes as you move forward um this is one of the reasons why it's really important that whatever you want to do you should get a mentor who has gone through it because they're going to show you how you can avoid the mistakes that they made okay now the last chapter y'all avoid the entitlement trap nothing was ever given to me in life I've had to fight for everything I've earned and that's why the concept of entitlement has never seeped into my mentality but almost everywhere I look from the streets to the boardrooms I still see a lot of entitled people you're never going to find lasting success until you take full responsibility for what happens in your life no one owes you anything just as you don't owe anyone else anything once you accept that fundamental truth and accept that you control your journey so many doors that seem closed are going to open up in front of you and so 
with this chapter i like this a lot um you know in this book he talks about his son and i think you know you get a better a better understanding of what happens you know between him and his son and um it's honestly really really sad honestly speaking but this is from 50s perspective you know i don't personally know his son's perspective and more than likely it's different but um I, I like that 50 talk about this. And then he also talked about, you know, him visiting Africa and he's seeing how people were poor. You know, sometimes sometimes I say to myself, oh, I want this, but I don't have it. But I really genuinely do forget how blessed I am to have a roof over my head, to have food, um, to be able to even sit here and record this episode. I'm extremely blessed. There are people who are, you know, a lot of people, <laughs> there are a lot of people who are suffering worse um who can't even who can't even provide to have shoes on their feet clothes on their back even food to eat it's crazy and so with the with him talking about this you know he also talked about how um you know if you need to do uber if you need to do uber if you need to do whatever you know that is not necessarily a high paying job do it you know at the end of the day these jobs are not beneath you when you have the spirit of a hustler you're gonna make it work you're gonna figure out a way to make it work and so i'm i'm glad he talked about this because i think a lot of us tend to look at these positions as you know belittling belittling us you know what i'm saying and at the end of the day you got to do what you got to do point blank period um and he's right like a lot of people feel entitled a lot of people feel entitled and i I realize you know like i i've always said this before you are at the steering wheel of your life and so it's really important for you to take control of your life because ain't nobody gonna do it for you you know what i'm saying if you want something you gotta go out there and you gotta work hard for it it's just really that simple you know a lot of people don't like millionaires they don't like billionaires but one thing i've realized about a lot of these millionaires and billionaires a lot of them made it work a lot of them worked hard and they built their empires a lot of them built their empires from nothing from nothing look at any look at Nicki minaj look at drake okay if you see where drake started out and where he is today man i'm telling you people want to get rich quickly nobody wants to get rich slowly and so and i'm not saying you know whoever's listening to this episode you want to get rich i'm just saying that's something i've seen and so with that you know that is the end of the book y'all um i hope you all enjoyed today's book review and yeah make sure you go cop the book i really do think this is a book that people should be reading it definitely changes your perspective of 50 cent and it just in general changes your perspective on things okay now the next book that we are going to be reading is how to pay zero taxes and this is by jeff jeff s i don't know how you pronounce his last name but the reason why i got this book i think is because well not i think i got this book because i really want to understand taxes you know something i've seen on twitter people talk about taxes people talk about the economy but i don't really see qualified individuals who actually did their research who actually knows an extensive background in taxes in the economy you know i don't see this on twitter I'm not seeing this on Twitter. And so I decided to take it upon myself to actually learn about taxes. Now, this shit is 400 pages. It's over 400 pages. And so this is definitely going to take me some time to read. And it's more so, it is more so a textbook. But I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. 
okay 25 pages every single day period per okay and this is just really me learning about taxes i really do think people should learn about taxes because you do not want to be in a position where you are not realizing that you got to pay taxes in certain aspects you know let's just say you're investing you have businesses you do not want to put yourself in a position where now uncle sam is coming for your assets coming for your shiznai you want to put yourself in a position where you're knowledgeable you're educated you're you're you know you know your shit and that's just on what period but anyways unfortunately we have reached the end of today's episode but before i leave you all i am going to do a gem drop of today okay period per so the gem drop of today is use all the energy from things that piss you off as fuel to improve yourself and make yourself better it may hurt at the moment but it will all be worth it at the end so by all means keep grinding and that's just on what period make sure you all follow me on instagram at i'm.ak underscore underscore that is the letter i the letter m dot ak with two underscores thank you so much for tuning into ak unfiltered this is your girl ak and your girl ak is out bye y'all